Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode one. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, finally getting it done. So, like, what you been up to, Bert? Shoot, man. I just been uh, traveling and just experiencing life as it is. So I just came back from L.A. So I was out there for like six months and just like, understanding the culture and the people and community out there. And just actually my mind been blown and open and rearranged. So <laughs> I'm just open to new things and learning experiences and just how people come together as a culture and community. And I've just been working on that, doing like some little acting stuff and then doing shooting mini docs with the crew called Hollywood Hustlers out in L.A. And, uh, yeah, I just want to come back to Texas and try to recreate some of that energy and bring some of that, that culture, that community vibe out here and just put some things on the map. I mean, we got so much talent out here and we have so much uh, to offer. And I feel like we lackluster in that area sometimes. But I'm, I'm just grinding, man, just staying busy, working, trying to do things all the time. How about you, man? What's What's been going on with you? Just, I would say, plotting, you know, trying to get this podcast off the ground is something that I set aside for, like, probably, like, damn near a year now. It's crazy. That's, that's how I feel. Like, I had my birthday last year, and then I was like, man, like, time is flying. Like, it's never a right time per se or a perfect time, but it's just you got to act now. You just got to go for it and just, like, hey, I got these dreams, these goals. Just let's shoot shoot your shot and go for it. So I'm glad that you really getting this off the ground and, and heading straight into the game, Sam. So, Yeah, and hopefully this will manifest into something, like, special, organic and stuff like that. Especially with two people coming from two different worlds and yeah. just talking about different topics in daily life and stuff like that. And hopefully it gives our listeners good insight on uh, their life and what they can do and what changes they can make to better their life. And Yeah, I think one, like the way you come up with great things is cultivating stuff organically. Like So when that, when that stuff comes together to two people from diverse backgrounds and they're able to share thoughts and go over different subjects and content areas and provide those different perspectives shoot that's it's bound to get crazy because i'm not going to agree with everything i'm gonna speak my mind on most things that i don't like or I, or I do like and i'm gonna either fight for it and that's just the person i am i'm a cancer so mm-hmm. i'm just passionate about all things that i, I i'm down for so <laughs> right. yeah so what should be like the first topic of today like i did a like a poll a semi-poll on my instagram story and it was just like relationships life in general and stuff like that like the ups and downs how to overcome certain things that was like the topics that i've seen also like the the, the general topics yeah you know see just general topics the massive outpour of just you know life advice and, and things going on in everyday life i think i think we could start off on something if you want to start off there, we can start there. We can find some, pull some out the hat box, just go down that that rabbit hole, a, ra- a random one, and just throw it out there. We you alley oop it. I, I go in there for slam dunk. We it's so like since we coming together with this podcast and we basically collaborating to, I guess, big each other up in a certain way, and to basically. Our two minds are coming together to like hopefully manifest in something great, you know, to where it's bigger than us. Mm. And yeah. I guess like that's where we can kind of start. I guess like the power of communication, you know, bro, the, the, the power of communication 
and collaboration is 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 tremendous. Like you just don't know how far you'll get just by opening your mouth. It's a lot of people that are out here that are afraid to just even like take that first step or ask somebody because it's it's a lot of people that you see the chasing clout, so they think somebody else is trying to big up off their name or like they like oh I don't want to say nothing because I don't look like I don't know no stuff or mm-hmm. no shit like they just like oh damn like I, I don't want to look dumb but sometimes you got to take that chance and not look dumb you're trying to learn and then that if that person is mature enough they're going to teach you they're going to like mm-hmm. okay hey we can work on this we can collab on this idea this event or if I can't help you I'm going to point you to somebody that can and if, the, if they can't I'm pretty sure it'll be the same effect it's just that you got to be brave enough to speak up speak out and reach to that next person because that's what stopped me no lie like I, I was like i could do a lot by myself but you realize like when you come together as a people a, a group of people just random you can create a lot like you collab like that's what happened in la like we was um shooting we had a group of guys we just we all randomly met we didn't know each other from the beginning everybody moved out there at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. so like these dudes came one dude from north carolina one dude from florida <laughs> we met at random events and we just had to sit down and brainstorm and like sit down and like, hey, we don't know everything, but we we have great minds together. So let's bring our ideas together and just try to uh, help each other either get advice or we're going to reach out to the right connections. I mean, Instagram is a hell of a networking resource there, man. Like, yeah. And like the main thing I got from that, and I'm glad you, it was like key things that you said that is going to make this get deep now to where it's like you like nobody wants to feel stupid like asking a question or anything like that like to me that comes from i look at it from young age you know like when you're a kid and definitely you're you're in you're in school and elementary and you're and you see those kids and certain kids that like that's holding their self back because they're scared to ask that question or they don't feel like they just like oh man like I don't want to feel like the person in the class that doesn't know anything. Yeah, because I mean, you, when you using class back, I remember because when I grew up, I think we all grew up in this age of like, there was no sensitivity. Yes. Like now it's sensitive as fuck yeah. with everything. <laughs> so like back then it was like people in class, like you stupid as fuck. Like, you're yeah. like, damn, <laughs> you stupid as fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna say nothing. Like, yeah. please don't call on me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be like looked at. Like, and then people see you after class, like, damn, you asked a stupid ass question, bro. Like, you like, dang, I was just, re- I really didn't understand. So you yeah. really put your, swallow your pride, swallow everything. You, or not even swallow your pride. You just submit. You're like, dang, I don't, I'm gonna fail this test because I, I was too afraid to ask a question. Yeah, and it's like, and it's it puts you in a place to where when you look back, that's actually worse than raising your hand because now you're putting yeah. yourself in that position to where like you're holding yourself back from being educated yeah. by not knowing. So when that test comes or anything comes in life, because you didn't ask a question to get better understanding or learn how to do this. Then now you and that, you don't and that, know that, that affects you in life. Like even when I, I'm coming up, I started a job where I was like behind the scenes on the phones, like call center type work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there you just supposed to like do your job. You don't like you ask you, your manager tells you to do this. But then when I got out of that job into like the corporate IT realm, like they like no, you need to ask questions and you need to feel comfortable because if not, you're gonna get left behind and you're not gonna like, and. I had a good support system of older dudes or, or mentors in that group that was just like, hey, man, like, ask. And, like, when I see them in meetings or, like, we're in classes, they're, they've probably been in the game for 20, 30 years. They're like, hey, 
I don't know what that is. Like, can you explain that to me? I'm like, oh, that was mind blowing for me. I'm like, dang. Oh, they really asking questions. Like, they ain't afraid to ask. Like, I'm a, I'm still kind of timid. Like, dang, I don't want to look like the stupidest one in the room. But he's getting that his question answered so he could better operate or facilitate the needs of what his organization is asking for him or what you need to do to accomplish a goal. And I wonder if it's if it's any study that's been done that correlated that to like the dig- the demographic that I grew up in like you like you said it's one of those things to where like hey you'll laugh at that person if he asks a question if he don't know anything but then like I mean there's I some ask, dumb people that yeah, ask it's some, questions I'm yeah, like damn bro you questions. ask like the same yeah. what are you 28 questions yeah but then as the yeah. parent like you should encourage your kid to ask questions because like I look at I went to I was fortunate enough to go to different types of school. I went to like a low income school to where like, you know, uh, in the hood, like we, we got these issues, not too many people. Like we know which way we're going to go in life. And then I was at a really good school, like, uh, with kids that was going to Columbia, Harvard, like, Hey, this one girl, she cried in class cause she didn't get to go. Uh, she didn't get into Columbia, but she got into like Harvard and Stanford. Yeah. And then it's crazy because I'm sitting back there looking. I'm like, it's you're crazy. you're you're still going to be successful. You're still going to somewhere. Life. Yeah, there's people that but, don't got no goals. Like they just like, oh man. But I'm pretty sure those those parents, their parents, kind of lined them up to be like, hey, you know, if you don't, it's okay to ask me questions to where like you can you can have some type of self. I mean, and a lot of that starts from the household or the parents, like mm-hmm. making you feel comfortable with asking Two questions points. and knowing, like, no, don't don't worry about nobody else. Because I mean, even a lot, yeah. I I probably had the same experience. I went to like different low end schools. I seen, I hung around different crowds. I'm like, oh damn, this is what y'all doing? Oh y'all mm-hmm. prepping for college? Because I'm not even gonna lie, like when I was in my senior year, I wasn't thinking. I, I graduated. I didn't even know I was going to college mm-hmm. until my birthday. My birthday's yeah. in July, July 12th mm-hmm. over the summer. So I was 17 going on 18, and I was like, man, I'm chilling. And then I was like, dang, okay, what am I going to do? Nobody, I didn't raise my hand to ask about college. I didn't ask these questions. I was like, mm, like nobody telling me about that, so I'm not really going to ask about going to college or going to that next level, that step. And then mm-hmm. I was like, dang, all, everybody else is like going for it. They're like, oh, you didn't apply for the, do your SATs or all that? I'm like, bro, I, uh, I didn't know like what we were supposed to do. I mean, my mom kind of pissed at me a little, but like she was still learning, doing her school and going yeah. through stuff. But like, I mean, my dad ain't never talk about college. Yeah. He never went to college, so I was like, so, dang. So I got a question. So, as a kid, has your mom ever just been like, "Yo, why are you asking all these questions? Stop asking these questions." Not really. Um my mom like, was more nurturing to that. Like she would help us read books, so we like we read books every night. So if we had a question about words or something, and she was like, "Okay, this is what this mean," or she was more of like pushing us to do it on our own. Mm-hmm. So me and my brother, she was like, "Oh, like we had asked her something." She like, "Did you look that up? Did you research that?" I'm like, "Damn, okay. Let me research before I go back to my mom." So that makes me like I research everything. Oh, I research everything. Oh, I research everything before I go, and. Um, even bring up something to somebody like if I have a question I'm like okay I looked at all the different ends but that was because my mom was like on me about like before I come to her I need to make sure I research I know some stuff about what I'm talking about I'm just not blankly uh blankly talking about this things that I'm like hey mom I saw this car she was like okay did you did you research how much uh I was like yeah I got the 22s on there 
how much is gas? I'm like, oh, uh, what is car insurance? I'm like, bruh, I didn't even like look that far. Like, she's like, oh yeah, don't talk to me till you got all those numbers. I'm like, okay, you think you Billy Bag? Let's see if you really know how to handle stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. but she taught me to do that. Like, she's like, okay, you need to ask questions. Like, don't let nobody tell you you can't ask questions or you can't find out more. See, my my upbringing and the people around me, our upbringing was different in a sense to where like our parents would kind of sometimes it would just be like yo why are you asking all these questions like you know kind of stay in a kid's place kind of thing like like you asking too many questions like they're irritated you you that's like do you feel i i kind of seen that in like like the black culture yeah the black culture yeah because i'm i'm um, I'm Puerto Rican and Panamanian, so I have mm-hmm. like a more Hispanic background. My dad was, but he, he grew up in Panama, but he moved to Detroit when he was like 10. Mm-hmm. But I mean, his family is primarily black, but on the Hispanic side, I don't really see that like where like it's like, oh, yo, you asking like, but when you're like three or four, you asking like the same, like, hey, what is a sky? Like, what is, why is the sky blue? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, if I have real questions, like, I, is that like, cause I, I've, I've seen like, I've been around black families of people from black culture, like, different outside of Hispanic black culture and they're like, yo, I've seen what you said. Yeah. Like the mom like, and the dad, yo, like, yo, like, you, why like, you ask damn, you asking so many fucking questions. Like what's, wh- and it's what like a fuck? kid, it's like a kid. You're saying that to a kid yeah. that's hindering his growth. Like, you know, and it's like the reason that you ask a question is to learn to know. Yeah. And I understand like it's certain things that you have to like draw boundaries of to like what you don't want your kids to know about or what you kids don't ask. But like, I've seen it plenty of times where it's like oh what is this mom like you know like chips or something yeah. that they see in the grocery store that they never been exposed I, to because like you I have to really ask don't questions. know you yes. have to figure it out you yeah, have to so, go through i mean i've seen that on the aspect of like even kids with dreams yes like people like kids are dreaming like you you, you stun their inspiration their imagination and they're like yo yes. what if i want to be like yo that's never gonna happen you're like mm-hmm. bro you telling a little kid like they're going to be like, okay, oh, yeah, I wanted to be that, but that's never going to happen. You told them that when they were little, so they mm-hmm. they planting that seed already, a negative seed that's going to grow where they like, oh, they're already creating a door that they can't get through, mm-hmm. so, like, by themselves. And it's, like, small things like that that could change a kid's trajectory, like, you know, into the future and stuff uh, and such things like that to where, I look at other cultures, you know, like you said, other cultures are just other people around. It's like your parents, their parents are involved in them, like small things that build up, like that build up and make something grand to where you see that kid flourish. And when you looking at that and you looking at something small on that small of a scale, but it's not really that small of a scale, you know, because we we just broken it down to where, hey. I'm looking at my situation and how it affected me. Like I was able to overcome that just because I was, I just love to seek knowledge and I like to read and I was slightly different, yeah, it, I, but my sister, like my sister and my brother, like I can tell it had a different totally different effect. effect because their thirst for knowledge just wasn't there. Like, Cause all kids have, have a it, thirst yeah. for knowledge. Just, when it was, they're just curious. It's, it's your instinct. Really. Yeah, it's curious. That's, you, you're gonna go and like touch the oh, stove touch or this. touch the oh, oh let me damn, see what that's this. hot. Fuck. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm touching oh, that no man. more. And I think, I think, I, to me, I don't try to knock nobody, but I, I thought for myself in my life, I'm like, damn, ain't everybody curious? Like, ain't everybody trying to find something? And then I realized, like, as I got older, like nobody be 
nobody's really caring about like this extra stuff. Like, I just want to know intricate things and like, okay, how does this work? And like, how does this work in the background? And you don't know how something could affect somebody's trajectory. I had an aunt that was telling me like her career path. Like she just said she saw something on TV, like, or she saw some people out and about and that one moment in her life, like something so minimal that you think like you're doing and somebody from the outside is looking at you like, Oh yeah, he's over there uh, beating on a drum. But he's, you, you might be playing around, but a little kid could see you from the peripheral, and that can inspire, spark a whole thing for them to go down a different trajectory, them to ask questions about that and be like, oh, what, what was that guy doing in the park? Like, what is that, mom? Like, what is that? And you're like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. But you could inspire that boy to go pick up some sticks, and he could be the best drummer in the future of the world. Like, and you never know because you didn't feed, feed that intellect on that. That's true. Like... And even like, uh, just even with that, like I go deep into things. I like to break things down because I look at it in terms of keeping knowledge away from your kids or just growing up into an ecosystem of where you are, your parents grow up into where they like, hey, don't be nosy. Like, you know, like in our neighborhood, and like the hood and stuff like that is like yo that's not your business so stay out of that like you know stay Bruh. out of that business state like that has nothing to do with you and i guess that i, I guess I, that kind of translate over to like it translates to life to, like bro. to life to where even I if you ask you about my own like, personal hey, experience like, you're you asking your parents that and you gotta our parents they're educated but yeah. it's like totally different like yeah, so you know like it's it's kind of like worldly they lived in this world so they have a different education yeah, it's, of their it's, personal experiences yeah it's more of, like they're in a bubble yeah you know because like they grew up in more segregated times to where it was like hey you know like hey if something going down over there let me mind my business yeah, so mind, it don't mind. come over there they don't got nothing to do with it yeah, do with me, so let me I, just keep it I think it I learned that, that mind your business type of thing. Like, where I was like, I think I was six, seven years old at a babysitter, <laughs> and we rode. Yeah, so we, we rode, and um, basically, uh, I the kid, and when we were riding, he hit his face on the window, and I was like, okay, I, what the right thing to do. As you a little kid, you're supposed to report this to the parents. And the mm -hmm. babysitter was like, I told the parents. They came, picked them up. And the babysitter was like, you don't ever tell anybody what you see. And that, that affected me till my life. I was like, wow. I was just trying to do the right thing. Like I, I remember he, like, she was like, I took care of it. I handled it. You don't got to worry about telling the parents. Mm -hmm. I was like, That's I just saw his face busted on the window. I just was yeah. like, hey, yeah, he hit his face. I'm just letting you know. But I get that, but like I was like, dang. So that that moment, I remember I was like seven years. Old, that affected me when that mm -hmm. adult was like, "Don't say nothing to nobody. What you see, you don't tell." Every I was like, dang. Okay, That's crazy. and that fosters some like what you said, like these little plants of seeds of just like okay. Um, because after a while, it just becomes second it comes, nature. Yeah, you like it's I'm just not like say oh, nothing, like, like I'm not saying nothing. This has nothing to the, do with I'm me. I'm not about like, like that yeah. person getting beat up. I'm yeah, up. okay, like, That's they like, hey, like you know, like <laughs> and, it's, and it's crazy because you'll see something like on the news where you don't stand up for something, or some people aren't standing up because, like, at the same time, it doesn't like it's it's kind of like that sense, like it's not your business. It's not like hey, something you should get into. But at the end of the day, like, 
we have to coexist with people. people. Like we have, we are made like to communicate with each other. So, and that's what I said. I, I feel that coexist part. What you were saying, like we we think we're in our own world at times, but then people have an effect. Like we just don't mm-hmm. see it because it's not happening to us now. But somebody yeah. could do something now, and that affects generations down the line. Yeah. And you like well, that didn't have nothing to do with me, but that affects somebody, mm-hmm. something's life, and you could have curved that ball, and you yeah. could have changed that situation. And it's like driving, like you, it's like driving on on like driving on a highway or just driving. Period. When you learn how to drive, they always tell you you're not driving for yourself; you're driving for the people around you. You have to be aware of the yeah. people around you. So that's life too. So you have to be a aware of the people around you and the way that they're moving and you have to watch the way that you move too also because yeah, it's going to affect you just them. not just getting to your destination yeah. you, you can't to, drive straight on yeah. the highway at like but, hey, y'all get out my way. i'm the only one here you're going to hit somebody yeah, eventually definitely. driving 100 like hey yo i'm not hitting these brakes <laughs> yeah, i'm just going to keep on going keep hey like oh, i got here? my blinders on <laughs> oh you're going to hit somebody yeah. and then it's just going to be like oh wow damn yeah, it's it's more it's bigger than us. At the end of the day, it's yeah. bigger than us. Um, even when you boil it down to the race, culture, community is so much more than what we what we think. That people really don't. I think I don't think people take the time to think. But then sometimes you don't get that because you don't live. Like you're saying, like you're not mm. asking these questions. So in that sense, you're not living. You're not learning and living at the same time. You're not going to seeing different backgrounds and seeing how different people act. Because some people, I know people that stand and they they own city forever like they mm-hmm. not ever like them going out of town is like somebody from san antonio going to austin they're like damn we're going to austin this weekend mm-hmm. i'm like that's it like yeah what what else are you doing <laughs> yeah what like, else that's like an hour away on. like you could yeah, drive like, that's that's up the road but yeah like people will not really expanding their mind frame out of like they they don't really think they could go that far they could go they set these boundaries do the stuff that happened when they little like i've heard people like oh well, my mom said i'm gonna grow up here my whole life mm-hmm. like i'm like so, oh, you're just going to stay here your whole life because somebody told you and you stunting yourself, you stunting your own growing because you don't want to ask any more questions about the other town or the, the town next over. I seen that from my fam. My mom's in New York. Like, she's from New York. Like, mm-hmm. we went on a bridge one time, uh, I mean, through the subway, and we ended up in uh, Brooklyn. We were going to Junior's to go to get some cheesecake oh, yeah, cheese. or something. And this dude, he was from Harlem. He got off on the train, like, these places is close. Yes. He was like, I, he's like, I've never been in Brooklyn in the like 38 years of my life. Yeah. I'm like, that blew my mind away. I'm like, he's like, I don't even know where to go. Like he just, st- he, I was like, what? Like, and you know, I was like, I asked my mom, crazy. I was like, how close is it? She's like, it's not far. Like these people just stay on their block. Like they yeah. stay. That's what they told. This is their mm-hmm. home. Like this area, this strip. I'm like, dang. Yeah. Cause I recently went to New York and it's like, from Harlem to Brooklyn is like going from one side of San Antonio to the other side of San Antonio. Bruh, tell, like that's what and I was in my head. I'm like, okay, like, like that's like going from the north side to the south side to the east side to, to north back side. Like yeah, yeah, it's like, like it's. I think it, it probably takes. But longer in their head, stuff. like I'm like I had to compliment their perspective, like what they grew up as, like what mm-hmm. they're used to. Somebody told them like, no, nah, this is our hood. Like this is mm-hmm. where we stay. I'm like. But in my head, I'm like, no, nah, I go wherever I want to go. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go if I feel like I want to learn about Queens or Brooklyn or Manhattan or wherever Staten Island. I'm gonna go. Like, I'm not gonna let nobody tell me I can't. Or I'm gonna ask questions like, hey, where is there to do out there? Like, I'm, I've been here for twenty some mm-hmm. years. Like, is there something new I can learn out there? Like, yeah. but that's just inquisitive minds. Mm-hmm. 
And then one key thing you said was like living and learning. And I think that's one thing that we, we, we kind of get, uh, we don't do enough of, I think just living and learning is, you know, everything is a learning experience. Like, I know Jay-Z said it, like, it's not a, uh, uh, it's along the lines of, like, it's not, like, uh, it's not a loss, it's a lesson. Yeah. And. You can take from something. You yeah, can take so from it's, everything. like, you can take for from everything you do. Like, it's a learning experience, and it's, uh, like, probably anyone who knows me knows my favorite rapper is Wale and everything like that. So anything he does, I always listen to. But it was, he did an interview uh, back and forth with uh, Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And then it was like over the album about nothing. And he was just talking about how, uh, he was talking about marriage, you know. And then he was like, do you, like Seinfeld was like, hey, do you ever think you're ready for marriage? And then at the same time, he was like, in Seinfeld, uh, Seinfeld was like, yo, you can never be ready for marriage. Like, no matter how much you prepare yourself for, you can never be ready for something you never experienced. I think so that like, translates overall. Like, yeah, you're so not really ready. Like, for, everybody's like, yeah, prepped. And there's certain stuff you prep and get ready for. But, it's but just you're like never ready life. until that moment. Yeah. Like, I have kids. I have two daughters. Like, mm. my first daughter, I was, in, I was 20, 21, like, when she was born. I didn't mm. know. I was in college. I was like, bruh. You can't ever be like I don't care how much prepared you do. You could do all the books, the classes, but until that baby comes, like or just like in life, like you know, like just just thinking about it in life, we all make mistakes, and like how how many times are we learning from it? And I think that's the key to being successful, like you know, making that mistake and learning. It's turning from, it. from it's turning yeah. that mistake into actual mental knowledge of. Mm-hmm using that because some people can get down and they feel like mm-hmm. oh well I, dang I took an L on that and oh, they just gonna sit in their somberness and like I'm like no what did you learn like what mm-hmm. did you take from that like if you didn't take nothing from that you didn't gain that lesson you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't really go through that as if you look at it and you like well do you want to get lucky and be able to duplicate and just have that situation happen one time or do you want to learn how to do it so it can happen again and again and again to where you can be successful over time to where hey i didn't just get lucky one time and that has a lot to do with being uh complacent Mm because people get they hit they mark and they're like well oh okay that was cool i hit that goal and like they just like that's they like Mm -hmm. kind of like what like a one hit record you hit that and like are you going to ever try to go to that next Are you going to keep trying or are you just going to let that ride it out? Mm-hmm. So you got to like, you got to um, <clears throat> be learning all the time or be wondering, okay, how can I recreate this or how can I create something new or go on to another endeavor? And it's just like, you have to have that hunger for knowledge and all aspects of life, like to push further, to go for that, have consistent, to be winning consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a thing that people are not taught. I think you're taught in sports to win, and then, like, high school's over, college is over, and you're like, mm, how does this translate yeah. to, like, real life? Like, okay. But, yeah, and you look at it in terms of sports, you train for each and every single day. You train for that. So once 
that per, like once your sports level stops and you stop playing football in high school or say you was lucky enough to make it to college and play sport you was able to be good because you trained every single day and you, you trained your body you learned, learned like, from you like learned. games yes. and losses you've seen what what it looks like somebody lose or some get team to mm-hmm. have a stronger defense or offense you're like okay i'm gonna learn how to attack this but in life it's hard to say how that that's coming because you can't see everything coming. There's no playbook for that at all times. And it's like the only way you can be better than the next person is from learning. Because if you don't have nothing to compare yourself to or see something, uh, a goal to reach, then you don't have nothing to learn from, you know? And it goes back to where I see a lot of people struggling that uh, in in these uh in these certain circumstances they just not around people to learn from like you can that's what it's about yeah, it's that it's each like, one teach one like yeah, you know one, it you go back and teach like, somebody else or show somebody you have to put yourself in that situation to be in a position to learn from someone like it, it has to be a learning experience and you have to treat every single day as a learning experience to where it's like hey you might learn how to uh you might learn how to a hey, i learned how to balance out the checkbook or like but learn it, how to save properly that or all just goes do that. that all goes back to the uh, the beginning what we we're talking about that asking the question of yes. being afraid like when i started in the call like the mindset it's good it's a terrible mindset but like people that are like on the phones and stuff like that like they told like this you supposed to be here for a couple years mm-hmm. you're not going to get into corporate or nothing until like a couple years you're like mm-hmm. okay i seen people sit down like they like somebody told me this is what i'm supposed to do i'm like but what's stopping you from doing more, mm-hmm. going above and beyond? Like, I don't know. I just, that's what somebody told me. I'm like, but they afraid to ask outside of their manager, outside of whoever else, and get mm-hmm. that knowledge. Of like, no, this, hey, bro, you don't have to. You could go this route. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's this job you could go for, this career. And it just goes back to that, like, we've been trained since we're little kids. Like, if somebody's like, nah, like, that's dumb. Or don't ask questions. Don't and ask that affects questions the long-term trajectory of people like you see that affect into them when they're 30s or 40s like nah mm-hmm. and especially like people even that have been raised like in the military or that went through the military like they like mm, i can't go around like that's the manager why would i go above the manager mm-hmm. i'm like you not in the military Seriously. you could go around right. above <laughs> yeah. uh, through like mm-hmm. that's my mindset but that's just how i've been like since i've been young like i'm like nah ain't nobody telling me like until somebody gives me the final answer to stop signing my face like bro you cannot go past i'm like all right okay <laughs> like i tried i attempted like okay i failed yeah, i remember growing up seeing like just like those commercials of knowledge is power knowledge is power knowledge is power and now you don't see that at all like no. even if you okay like commercials on tv so even if you translate to Instagram. It's all. I think it's all like, turned to numbers as well. Yeah, power. like now is the now is like Insta. If we look at Instagram or if we look at like that stopped. That knowledge is power stopped when we when basically social media or anything got introduced to our life. Like I don't yeah, see it no, all became about money. I think that's yeah. what at the end of the day, to my opinion, it's all about the money. Like it's if you bringing in that money, the numbers. It's not a numbers is power now, not knowledge, because mm-hmm. that's what it is based on your your likes, your followers. How many people can we advertise to? We don't care if well, that's some stupid content. We just want to get people to see it, like because you you posting dumb stuff. We're gonna get mm-hmm. that out there. 
So it's not about like, hey, we can pour this knowledge to people. We just want to get our advertisement in, our money. What else mm-hmm. we can do to advertise to these these people? Well, I wouldn't. So that's how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah, and in the terms of Instagram, but it's like it's still people that still have that knowledge that still know that key knowledge is power. So if I ask anyone like, Hey, yo man, like how are you going to be successful or what avenues you're going to take? So are like, Hey, how do you shoot a music video? And that person is over there like asking me to where I'm like, Hey, it's information online, like on the web to where, I know you second guess because we're going to second guess ourselves. Like, just human nature is just to second guess yourself. But you got to at least have some kind of foundation Bruh. when you're going into something <laughs> versus like coming in there blindly. Uh, I work at a I, place where people, they, they come up in there and just be like, hey, how do I do this? And like, or, hey, can you fix this? And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I need to know what's going yeah. on. And with, that's the, that's you the know, thing I think like, people are not used to questions. Mm-hmm. So they're not used to being asked questions or told. Like, sometimes I'm going to ask you questions, but people are so conditioned to think that questions are privy or to you're being nosy. But you're, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not trying to be nosy. I'm trying to learn, understand you, your thought process, where you're at, this angle, so I can better help you in these mm-hmm. positions. Let's let's feed off of the, that questions thing because this is this is – so we're going to go step back. Like, so when you're in that classroom, the teacher most likely pick on the same people every single time. Like, you know, ask the same people questions, you know, I could, the I, only time everyone in the classroom was asked a question or had to answer a question was when you was taking a test. Yeah. At and that point in time, but that's not human interaction. Yeah. You got, not. you got, when you have either hey uh a b c or d like options to try to guess and then at that point in time you're just guessing i get what you're saying so, yeah you yeah might so like, it's hey. like you're not having that cu- that human communication with someone asking you a question like hey you know like hey what's going on like hey you know like what's going on with this object why isn't this hey, what's working? going on uh give me multiple a, you're doing great. B, you're doing good. Yeah. Like, I don't, okay. yeah, it's like, hey, man, I'm I'm looking at it in that aspect because it's like asking questions. It's so crazy when you when you talk to someone about it. Like, hey, like, would you encourage someone to ask questions? I, I definitely would. I wouldn't say ask as many because I've I've had people come to me and they want to work on like investments or they trying to learn about like different projects and I'm like yo they're like so can you research I'm like can I you just came to me asking me they're like oh I just thought you would like just research it I'm like no like you need to come to me you need to research and ask these questions for yourself and figure it out and then come back to me and we can work from there like people are afraid to like do legwork and stuff like that and like ask certain questions or go further I'm like you have to find some stuff out for yourself Cause if not, you, you want to go into a business blindly. Like I can't learn everything for you. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to walk you through it, but I'm going to be there for you. And it's, it's crazy because w- you looking at it from a process, uh, from like a position to where they ha- it's a lot more information than what we have. We've had growing up, you know, to where now you, everybody has a cell phone. Yeah. I remember it was super hard to get a cell phone. Like, like Shoot, first, like you were first like off, sixteen. Yeah, I was, like, I was 
man, I like that was probably the same age I got mine. And then I had it was one megapixel turned, camera. Yeah, it was bro. Probably, it probably got turned off like a month later or two months later or yeah, something. Data like that. ran out of that. Yeah. Nah, and, my shit was the Nokia shit. I dropped that shit broken in seventy thousand pieces. Was like, and <laughs> it wasn't like you could like you can research something, but we wasn't using phones to research or do any information or gain any information at that time to where like, hey, I see kids, they got iPhones, Androids, like they're in elementary school and I'm like, yo, but that's, you got so much access to it to where it's not even like you're interested in it now. You got so much access to knowledge. It's to just like, not, it's just like life is oversaturation. Yeah. Like yeah, just like with men and women, like he's like, Oh, I got all these women and you're like, Oh dang. Oh, well, I, could, I don't really need it. I uh, People single forever, like, I mean, yeah, it's like I can go I, out and grab whatever. I got Tinder, I got this, or I got too much knowledge. Like, I really don't, I don't I'm not going to look up anything. I don't really care to look it up. Like, it's out there. Somebody, I'll find it when I really need it. Like, yeah, when I really need it. But then at that same t- like, when you really need it, just like a phone, you might not have signal. You, yeah. might, be, you might not be able to, like. To call hey, on that. Yeah. yeah, to call on that. Like, changing the tire. I remember when the first time I had to change a tire, bro. I struggled with it for like 30 or 40 minutes. Bruh. And I did I was like, yo, like I took the bolts off everything. And but then I'm you, like, like, just like that, what you're saying, you took the time. Like I had the same experience where I was coming from a club. I think I was like 19 mm-hmm. and my tire got flat and I was on the side of the road, like two in the morning. I was like, bro, I don't know how to change, change the, the tire. tire. Like I was like, I was, I was panicking cause yeah. I was by some motel. I was like, Dang, I'm out here like doing this, and but like, the thing is, I never asked a question, so I called mm, my mom's. Yeah, my mom's is like, why didn't you never ask me? Because I was like, I'm out here changing the tire, doing this, this, this. She was like, you know, we have uh, insurance, right? I was like, what? What does that mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what is that? That's like, if I get a car wreck, she's like, nah, like they'll come and change the tire for you and put. I was like, I need to ask more questions about like everything and. I was spending a 40, like you said, 30, 45 minutes out there. I could, yeah. like, if you ask a question, you don't know the, the whole guidelines of everything that you have in life to offer. And I'm like, I'm over here tussling with this tire, <laughs> and I get the bolts off, and then I'm over here pulling, 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 putting my body weight on it. And then, like, after a while, I was like, yo, let me call my pops, bro. Like, called him up, and then he's like, oh, kick the tire. To like loosen it up. Oh yeah, where you kick it, where it's yeah, like and you it kick like, the bolts, yeah, and, it's and like, then it's like it shakes, the tire shakes loose, so you can pull it off. And I'm like, who the hell thinks of like, oh yeah, you gotta yeah. hit the tire to bang it. I'm thinking like, hey yo, you just pull that joint off, you take the <laughs> bolts off, you just pull it off, it That's comes it. off that easy. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, yeah, like, oh, bro. This, like, this requires more work yeah, than this, I initially this, thought. But like, luckily, I was in a position to where. Yo, I could ask him, but if I was stranded, I went to college in Abilene. It's like four, four, four and a half hours from San Antonio to where like if I was in the middle of like Coleman or something like that, where I don't have good reception and I'm like over there like, yo, in the middle of the night, like trying to change the time. uh, Bad signal. I'm like, it's a wrap for me. (laughs) It's a wrap. Like, yo. First off, I'm a city kid, so I'm paranoid. I'm like, yeah, yo, I don't well, know what they got out here. Out, yeah. Like, hey, at night, and I'm, you know, I'm just like, yo, like, let me, I don't got enough. I didn't bring no snacks or nothing. <laughs> I just brought enough for the I'm trip. I'm about to die. I'm hungry. I'm, like, I'm hey. starving. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm about hey, to dehydrate out here. 
And it's just like small things like that to where it's just good to know like certain things, you know, like, hey, using this device or gaining knowledge or like you said, living and learning, like treat every situation at a learning And you're never too young or too old to learn or give information. Like even, even with my parents, like my mom, like she used to get on my ass, like she'd be like, oh, ask me questions. But then I was like, yo, you got good, like you have a phone, phone man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get you can hit me up, but Google it. Mm-hmm. And then now she'd be returning that shit to me. I'll be like, hey, mom, she'd be like, Google that. I'm like, oh, dang, how the tables turn. I was just like, no, nah, I'm just trying to teach you to use stuff that you have on. You don't have to reach out to nobody. Like you got this. I had a homeboy and he does graphic design and he won't like if I, I remember when I first started, uh, just editing photos and, uh, learning how to use Photoshop. And then he's like, yo, uh, I'll be like, Hey, yo, Hey, Nate, can you help me out with this? And then he's just like, yo, uh, did you Google it first? (laughs) Did you look on YouTube? And then like, until I looked on YouTube, or Googled it first, like, hey, how to do it, and I was still struggling with it. That's when he, he would help. Yeah, he would help me after that. But other than that, he like, yo, like, that's how he learned, yeah. you know? And he's like, hey, I didn't, I didn't really have anybody to walk me through that. Yeah. But then that's like teaching yourself self-dependency and understanding what's out there in the world. What it requires, like, what yeah. the work. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to always be in that situation to where somebody's going to walk you through, you know, every situation like hey this is what it is like sometimes you, know, you just gotta stumble through and then eventually you'll get there you just yeah. gotta keep moving forward but that's like that instant we want that instant gratification or just that instant hey like how you do this like we think everything is quick and easy and it's processed to this and, and it's just because what we're used to we're conditioned to see i mean even now with social media oh this person blew up like this 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 but you don't know the work they was putting in behind the scenes over years and years i've seen some the instagram stars like uh what's her name b simone she was like yeah y'all think i'm popping now she's like i've been on i was on myspace doing videos like that i've crazy. been doing this for like seven eight years before yeah. i finally popped like but we just want to be like okay like nah i, I want to learn this now like I, I need to get this down quick and I, uh i'm a, i'm not gonna really ask quick. i'm doing this like you afraid mm-hmm. to ask but like those people trying to show you like yeah you still gotta ask but you gotta do your own part too like you do your part and we can come together and still do more but at least give some effort because those people like your boy, he was he was probably putting in major work, mm-hmm. learning on his own and trying to uh, digest all that information on his own and nobody to like reach out to and pick. So he's like, yo, I'm gonna teach Sam, but I'm gonna teach him another way as well to learn on his own and create a different character to bring out in you. Yeah, and this, like, dang, I didn't know she was doing that for like eight years. She said she my, was doing my like space. since that's, MySpace. She was like, crazy. I've been shooting videos since MySpace, and I went to Facebook, then I got to Instagram. I was like, dang. I didn't know that. She was like, yeah, I've been doing this since I was, like, young. I was like, dang. So, do you believe, like, it's crazy because you hear, like, these, like, like, rappers or entertainers, whatever you want to call, like, whatever you want to classify them as or, like, you know, what what they want to be classified as. Like, you hear them saying, like, hey, oh, yeah, like, Oh, I just started rapping like six months ago in like one year, but I I kind of find that hard to believe though because one like I don't know man like little Nas X like that dude he literally started recording last year he's only eighteen nineteen like 
he literally like, yeah, I just started recording like last year. I just put those tracks out in November. I was like, <laughs> but it's like now, I feel like the kids can do that. Yeah, because they have that that platform. They have that platform, but they have a lot more music that they taken in to where they can pick up on melodies a lot more. Because you got to remember, they have, they have different audiences than what the other generation had before the way well, they have the YouTube audiences. They have those, like those artists didn't have those art that audiences back then where mm-hmm. there was like younger crowds, like this 10, 20 million, 15, t- 10 to 15 year olds out somewhere in other countries. They're like, Oh damn, that's hot. Like, I like that. Like they get built up off of that and that rolls up and rolls up. So like what, what sport did you play? I did uh wrestling. I did football and I did some shot put, but yeah, shot it was put. mainly football and wrestling. So like, I played basketball like I just hooped. I played football here and it was nothing serious, but I hooped. And I used to always take in like basketball, 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 like basketball. Like, let me watch these videos. Let me watch this. And it'll be a couple of times where I just do a move that I've seen. Yeah. Like, I didn't practice it or just nothing like that. I just came naturally to came to me. And that was just from me taking in all of that and just seeing yeah. how the way he moved, like in and out, oh, in and out spin move. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! Like you kind of created that. your own muscle memory in your head. Like, yeah, okay, in the head I, by he seeing did it like it. this. And all this is right. like, and I think that's the same thing with these rappers that think like it's an overnight success because you got to understand like having an iPod back in the day was like, yo, yeah. you had to have bread. Yeah. And when you had to have a computer. And you had to have internet to do all that. So yeah. that's a lot of money. Like you couldn't just people. pop. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember Starbucks being popping like that with yeah, Wi-Fi. Star- like mm-hmm. yeah, like no, nah, it wasn't no Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like Starbucks. Nah. Like none of that. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, that shit wasn't popping like that. Like so now you hear so internet. much music to where it's like it's like when they would talk about like oh yeah you know like let your kids hear, hear music and stuff like that but. You didn't have access to music at the same rate that we do now. Yeah. To where like they can catch and like comprehend melodies a lot more because you got to understand it's a lot more music being put out than back in the day. Cause yeah. One, you had to buy the CD, you had to have a CD player, and then like, hey, if you had an iPod or like a Microsoft Zoom, you remember that? Out, yeah, yeah you over here where like you get beats from and all that. You like okay, this like now beats is everywhere. Now, you can make your own beats on your phone. Like you like okay. And it's like, it's kind of like Wayne, like I, I give credit to like Wayne for birthing this, like this, cause like he was the first kind of artist that was major that put out abundance of music. Yeah. He to was where killing like, it. The you know, dedication to where shits, like, like, all them, like you repeating his, you repeating his song so much and you hearing him so much to where like you can put a couple bars together or it's like, since we're from Texas, we can relate like the biggest thing in Texas like you can't be from Texas and not have freestyle at lunch. Yeah. Like it's that's like Bro, you, we used to like, do that you, like host you, parties, you, like yeah, host lunch things. To, like oh yeah, you beat had, on something. Like, just... you had to say like man, hold up, I didn't came down. <laughs> yeah. That was like that <laughs> hold was up. Stand, like yeah. yeah, that was standard in your rap. Like you know like hey, you freestyling and you just say I didn't came down, man, hold up. Like hey, that yeah, wasn't you, you, you wasn't that's like that part wasn't of the a Texas, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like saying hello. Like that's like breathing to us in a freestyle and stuff like that. So. With you starting off like that, it's kind of like, hey, you can mimic that flow. Yeah. Like, you can mimic flows because at that time... Because you know what people are like. You're like, oh, they listen to that. I'm going to say that, too. And it was like, like, we was was engulfed in it so much to where, like, hey, 
you might have not been technically the best rapper or like, hey, we have people from that was playing basketball and everybody getting a freestyle session and stuff like that. And then it's like, yo, this person ain't never rap, but he playing around yeah, with it. Jump in, yeah, and, and, and he like over four here, bars, and like. he over here wreck, like wreck. Yeah, but my anybody, name is Mark. Yeah, playing in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, all right, Mark. And it's like, it's like, damn, he's able to do that without having no formal training. So that's why it's kind of hard. Just said, yeah. You just like, okay. And then it's like, okay, like I hear, I hear so much. I didn't, I heard like I didn't came down. I didn't came through. What do do like man? Hold <laughs> up, yeah. Drinking my cup, and you know that's, that's gonna a, come that's up. That's like the most famous and, freestyle. Even yeah. Drake did the whole like. Uh, and it's like you're gonna say that because you heard it so much, and that's translating to music now. To where it's like, it's hard for me to believe that you like an overnight success when you're taking in that because your brain is taking in that music to where you like. But like, then that's melodies. why I guess that's why they shit it on Yachty. He like, was like, I ain't never heard a pop. I ain't never heard a big. I was like, what? You tell your whole life, bro? Come on. Like I don't think he like listened. I think it was like he's like, nah, like bro. he never, I never like, heard of them. It was like who's Biggie? He was yeah. like, what? <laughs> like he's like, oh yeah, now I know who he is. Like they had introduced it to him, but like he was like, okay, I get why well, he was this, this, this. You got you got to remember, like the South is like totally different from the North. To where it's like in Texas, I this is crazy. I even hate saying it, and, like, people are going to hear me say it, and they're going to be like, yo, he crazy. It was one point in time that I thought Chameleon now was better than Jay-Z. And that shit's Man, crazy. he was on that mixtape massage shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, but you got to understand, the, like. I know. I, like, Chameleon there was cool, but I, was, I wasn't but on this him was like, like that. Before, like, like, this was, like, before, like, the Homer Pimpson and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, those, like, that Chameleon now with him and Paul Wow, but, like. Uh, I didn't even like Jay Z too. I'm not even lie. I didn't like, like Jay Z because I'm a Biggie but, fan. Like, but I love Biggie, so like, I wasn't a fan of his to American Gangster. And I'm like, in California, and I'm like talking to this dude, and he was like, "Bro, you stupid." And we on the bus arguing, and I'm over here going word for word freestyle of Chameleon now. But like in Texas during that time, like you know Mike Jones, Chameleon and all of them, like uh, Big Hawk, like screwed. Yeah, up I remember quick. that wave. Like, that was yeah, crazy like wave, that was. Bro. Like we was so cut Some off from thug, the world. Everybody yeah, came like through. we was so cut off from the rest of the world musically, to where, like, I don't think we get enough credit to like how many artists that was big as they yeah. were from like this, from like Houston and Dallas, and then. You but look then at that kind of like, cause like I mean that's that we established that Texas sound, but then you look at Travis Scott like. That nigga's on so much. Like, yeah, he's, he's from some, Texas, yeah. but like, he don't even. He's like on a, not even a sound from Texas. Like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't if you listen to his initial stuff. You're not gonna be like, oh, that's a Texas rapper. Like, yeah, I wouldn't cut, listen to Travis Scott. I'm like, oh, that he's from Texas. Like, you could tell. Like, I don't hear nothing. Texas yeah, he's in that until until that last Astro World. Then I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. Texas. Like, fully Texas. Like, the bass lines, the 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 screw stuff. Like, I'm like, okay, but his other stuff was kind of like some rock rap type of stuff, and I'm yeah. like, okay. But, like, he, he segmented himself to be different. Because sometimes I find it hard that when I listen to Texas, like, you really can't differentiate Texas music from other, like, down south. Like, because the artists that come out of here, like, who, who, I mean, Slim Thug and all them, they have that screw music sound mm-hmm. and all that. But then what other artists, like, what's it, Kirko, uh, who else? I mean, what a big name artist out of Texas. But I think it's, like, but then I think that's, it's so special. That moment in time is so special to where 
I think it's 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 just different. Like I don't I haven't seen any like movement of that magnitude of like a cultural presence to where it's like yo, it had everybody getting slabs. Yeah. And then like grills. everybody getting slabs and grills. Yeah, everybody was coming out like, oh, but grills, it's like, grills, grills. Yo, like, like, don't get me wrong. I understand, like, you know, had people had songs where everybody was buying felis and like, you know, like polo, like, yeah. oh, like uh, Gucci and like da da da. But you gotta understand when somebody's buying a car and they doing some of the things that they doing yeah, to they a car, adding the, like, the yo, like and yeah, and all like, that. Yeah, like swingers, like popping trunk and yeah. stuff like that. That was like a like whole the candy moment. Paint, all that stuff. Yeah, like, that's like that's first off, that's not cheap by any means. Yeah, doing that to not. your car, and like that moment was special to where, you know, it's I can't like I can't think of a time to where. You gotta understand, like Swisher House and all of that was that was a lot of artists. Yeah, that was like a, that was a lot of with artists. Rap a lot records, all rap, them like like yo, that was like at least like fifteen artists, like eating. Yeah, just eating money, like in the south. Like you know, like hey, just and that's I I can't think of like any other like even if you go to like no disrespect to New York or anything like that, even if you look at it from like a New York standpoint. When have you known it to be like fifteen artists. artists that don't have like a major like labor backing? I would say Atlanta. Like that's Atlanta had they they had like two runs. They had this yeah. run that they on right now with the Amigos and these other uh, Yachty, these like, other artists, and then then they had the run before with Ludacris and So So Death yeah. and all them. Like they had those labels. Like they were running. I think Atlanta when you start talking like catalog. I think the South is like very underrated yeah. in terms of like catalog, like what we bring to the table. And the, and the influence and we have from the South, like is crazy. It's like if, like I know you got like, you got like the biggies and uh, you got like the Mob Deeps, you got like the Wu-Tang and uh, it's certain, like certain artists that I'm probably just forgetting and stuff like that, like Jay-Z, such and such. And but you gotta understand this the South run was yeah this this like if you epic. go like if you go the hits that came out the South like I, mean, I think little little Wayne moved to Houston like yeah. he went to U of H like he mm-hmm. went to college at Houston just because he was like so with the lean like that lean shit is from mm-hmm. the South and that that's still in the game yeah, and all now, over yes. like that, I mean it's we have bad things that in the game and good things but they still exist from mm-hmm. Texas and from this down South culture. And I mean, a lot. I think a lot of people look over that, but that's that's permanent in the game. That wasn't introduced from like Atlanta or New York or Cali. Mm-hmm. Like that lean stuff was like Texas. Texas like I remember yeah. dudes when I was like thirteen, like pouring that in their drink. I was mm-hmm. like, "What are you pouring cough syrup in yeah. your drink, bro?" He was like, "Man, this." I put the I put the cough syrup and I put some gummies at the bottom of <laughs> Skittles. I'm like, "What?" Wow. I'm like, "What you?" He's like, "Yeah, it's gonna leave me out." I had a homeboy die from that. I was yeah, like, "Bro, I ain't crazy. doing that." Like that's wild. I was like, "Y'all, y'all tripping on that." But now it's a pandemic. Like <laughs> Yeah, now it's like out of hand and it's it's like yeah, I saw a, a Vice episode where they was just talking about it and it was just like it's crazy like that whole because you got to understand not everything is for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's certain it's certain things. And it's glorified that just, to that extent where like people think that's like a cool thing and I'm like bro I couldn't even 
I, I don't even mess with drugs like that at all, at really. All, yeah. And then I'm just like, I couldn't even imagine like doing that. And I'm like, I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm, I'm going to ask questions about that. Yeah, like, go ask so you telling me like, yeah. to give me some Dometap or some, some cough syrup that I didn't like when I was a little kid taking. So you want me to drink that more with some Purposely. Sprite? Like, nah, I'm, I'm, Even though it says you can overdose yeah, on, the, yeah, on the front I'm of good. it. I'm like, yeah, like, good. Nah. I kind of like my life. I know we got to yeah. die eventually, right. but I'm going to prolong that as long yeah, as I let, can. Yeah. Let, me, let me not pay attention yeah. to this warning sign. Yeah, I'm just going to keep like, pouring. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to get bloated stomachs. You, you might pass out. Uh, yeah. yeah. It might, it might hard, be harmful. hard pass. It might that. be harmful for you. In the yeah. long run it's gonna destroy like your that. liver. Something that you need to live with. It destroy your organs. But yeah, no, nah, I'm pretty good. I don't need to be that high. Like I'm, nah, I'm a pass nah, on that. Nah, nah, it is crazy. But just a, yeah, it's a it's a big influence. Like we have that gets looked over, and uh, I think yeah, Texas is a they had a run, but I think these these rappers are like this. I think what we're seeing now is that there is kind of like race like eventually there's gonna be a lot of mixed people like there's gonna be a mixed mm-hmm. generation of people like with people integrating with other races so these the rap is not gonna be genreified to where you from because mm-hmm. basically like you're gonna learn where you from from online like you're gonna pick up stuff because those people learn that in their hoods or their areas but now you see in other people's hoods mm-hmm. and you see in other people you able to well, interact you look at like asap in them and that's a prime example of like you know new york and then they had the influence of like like pimp c and yeah. like just like houston influence and stuff like that so we, they put that into their music they yeah. like, oh we saw what they was doing in texas and like that shit was dope so we just gonna like emulate that in new york mm-hmm. i'm like dang okay you see that in just different cultures like what they they have that i think in um in japan or china like where they have a whole community based off like these asian group that is cholos oh like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah i saw culture, that like yeah the, i see the girls that. dress like that like so they they could actually emulate the whole country and they'd be like nah i'm from this part of this country and you're like what you're not from la you're like nah this is where i grew up I, we grew up like this in our whole life like we do the the eyebrows the the the, the cholo the button up and the slacks and i'm like so now it's not privy to just being in where you from your location coordinates on a map it's Anybody can learn where they from from. They could pick up something from somebody else because you. That's what you technically learning when you walk around your neighborhoods and stuff. You hang around these groups. You learning in person, but now yeah. people are learning online. Like, dang, okay, I seen that dude. Like, he got this crazy haircut. I want that. Okay, I seen this dude with these pants over here. Oh, dang, I want to add that to my my repertoire. I'm about to my, all my click, my homeboys in the neighborhood. Oh, we all like the same shit. We gonna mm-hmm. dress like that. We gonna create our own whatever from based on learning from different things. They didn't get that from their neighborhood. Yeah. Because niggas ain't really going outside anymore. Because I don't see no little kids outside even. Nah, nah, they ain't like, going yeah. outside. <laughs> so, nope. uh-uh. No kids ain't going outside. <laughs> Which is crazy because it's like, it's a lot safer than what it was when I was a kid. Like, I remember when I was growing up, uh, like, we, it was a lot of drive-bys where we was from, yeah. like where we was at and stuff like that. So we would, anytime we'd have to see like a, a car like coming down the street like, like slow, we like looking, peeking everybody, heads. yeah, like okay. everybody just like, hey, yo, like, Y'all let's on go that run baton to- race ready. Yeah, Y'all got like, like, okay, do like, we need to take yeah. off? Yeah. So it was like one of those things to where it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't safe like in yeah. that regards and like, we over here walking to the street, I mean, walking to the store and it's, it's a place where, like, I feel like some adults they go to and they wouldn't feel comfortable with Dang. walking to, and and but 
you know you had to go there you yeah know. we had to go to the store and we didn't see nothing of like we didn't see nothing wrong with it yeah. we like so You're young used to it. and we was used to it but like now like i don't even i think my nieces and nephews they play outside like a little bit but my sister Bro, really like some neighborhoods i didn't even see kids come outside to the school bus came out i'm like oh, yeah. oh all these kids live in this neighborhood i didn't even know they all existed like i'm mm-hmm. like oh i don't see nobody riding bikes nothing like i'm like okay that's kind of wild to me like even in the summers, like mm-hmm. I'm like, or breaks, I'm like, I don't see no kids outside. I don't see nowhere. Like, school bus come up, like mm-hmm. 50 motherfuckers coming out of houses. House, yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, okay, y'all do exist. But then when you inside all the time, or your kids inside, like, what is there to do inside? I remember when we used to be so bored being inside. Yeah, you like, I gotta get outside. Like right the now. only thing, the only thing that could keep us inside was 2K. That was the only thing, <laughs> or NBA Live, depending on what you. If you was playing a video game. Yeah, was inside. Well, I didn't really play on, sports games, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, we had some like like Final Fantasy or something. I'm like, oh yeah, bro, I'm about to play all and, 45 of these discs and like. <laughs> and I remember when we was in middle, we was never inside. Like, yo, the summer hit. Hey, yo, we would go up in the neighborhood. First off, we was playing. Uh, we went to Davis, and then we had some friends that went to. Uh, dang, I forgot. Like, yeah, they was going to like East Central, like and stuff like that. They was over there. And we would like they'd call up their homeboys, and then we'll have all our homeboys, and we'll just play sports. I remember one we went through like it was like Olympics of sports. Yeah, we used to be just we raced each other. We raced to see who had the (laughs) fastest people. We played uh, we played football sideline kill. Then we went over there to the uh, uh, to the field to play football, tackle football. Then we played basketball, like and it the was best. like, yeah, like, and it was us, like, yo, like, hey, yo, we was like, yo, we won up See on y'all, y'all tomorrow, bro. Yeah, yeah, we was like, hey, yo, we beat y'all this and this and that. Y'all got that, and then we're in the night on playing like manhunt. Manhunt, yeah, manhunt was real. Yeah, yeah manhunt, yeah. like that was like a mandatory finish the night out shit. Yeah, like, like, and okay. like, if anybody wants to know what manhunt is, manhunt is like, uh, like. Tag, but like with a lot of people, yeah, like, it's like a lot of people kind of yeah. like hide and seek, yeah, like, like hide and seek, like, yeah, it's like okay, everybody like count them, boom, and like just disperse, yeah, it's like, but like yeah. you're not doing it like in a, a yard or house, like we did it's in a whole everywhere. neighborhood, yeah, like, you, you had, like, like a whole neighborhood, <laughs> you running I'm, down blocks, people in bushes, or other bro. people's houses, you like, oh, sh-, like you have I a team, running another give, team, like, yo, we gave up on finding uh, one of my homeboys, and we like, yo, like, we was like, yo, like, what the yeah, like we over here looking around, like, yo, where's he at, bro? He over here, like, over there in the whole nother neighborhood, <laughs> like in our homeboy house, chilling. And he was like, ha ha, I knew y'all gotcha, was gonna y'all. find me. I'm like, nigga, you over here? What, what, what was it? Was that the still where you did at the end, like Ali Ali Oxen Free or something? Like, no, I remember we just, did like when we was like done playing, we did like a call out, like Ali, everybody, like, okay, we done, like, yeah, y'all just, won, like, yo, we will just yell, we'll be like, hey, yo, hey, we got like such and such, hey, whoever, like. After a while, we just kind of gave up. Yeah, just everybody like, dispersed. Like, okay, yeah, well, like, we had a long day. Hey, we're about to go straight to the crib, you know, about to go eat and then call it a night and stuff like that. It was, yeah, it was, that was the good time. Yeah, those was good times. I mean, because like, we had to go, like, actually, like, knock on people's doors. Like, hey, hey, sorry, Miss Jan- Johnson is uh, so-and-so here. Could he come out? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that was when you did, you had to be personable. You had to go communicate and get everybody out, like, we didn't. We couldn't even finish the game until we called everybody back in. Really, like, hey y'all, okay, we good? Oh yeah, oh that person went home. This okay, cool. But like, it was just the communication factor there. Yeah, it was just the communication factor. So yeah, and I think like 
I don't have any kids right now, but that'd be mandatory. Like, hey, yo, you got to be outside. You got to get outside. Yeah, I put them. I put my my daughters outside for a little. I mean, we try to do some stuff, but it really ain't no kids. Like, unless it's by the swimming pool. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, go to the swimming pool. Just playing. There's a couple kids, but like, and then that's when I be like, dang, you be hearing all these predator stories. I'm like, dang, so ain't. Like what they say in numbers, so I'm like, okay, if y'all, it's just y'all two outside, like, okay, yeah, like, oh, I don't man. know who to ask if somebody saw something, like, I can't ask, but back in the day, it'd be like multiple, like, yeah, 20 kids, like you're like, okay, somebody like, gotta yeah. see something, like, somebody's gonna help or scream out or something, like, nobody's gonna feel that brave. And, and then I'm, I remember people would be like, damn, these bad kids, like, who's gonna kidnap these bad yeah, kids, nah. like, yeah, like, nah. My I, always like, had, I always had the bad stigma for me, because I was always, like, a bigger dude on mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm black. I perceive black. When people see me, they're like, "Oh, dang!" So I would always like the people's parents were like, "Oh, why are you hanging out? Why are you terrorizing these kids?" I'm like, "You know, these people, my friends. Like, I had a lady pull up on me in a truck. I was on the sidewalk because I was playing with this boy. He's a little short white boy. He's probably like eight years old. I was like 15, but I knew all the kids in the neighborhood. So we was all just talking. And I was like, talking. She's like, "You don't be terrorizing these kids." I'm like, "You know, I know him, ma'am." Yeah. She was like, "Oh, well, you just look like you was just menacing him." And I'm like, "Yo, like." Menace, yes, Menacing, kids. what you mean? Yeah. Like, we out here, I didn't put my hands on them, just talking to them. She was just like, oh, well, I didn't know. It just looked, I'm just, I just want to make sure these kids safe. I'm like, man, that, that sucks as a perception as a kid because I was always looked at as older or this and this and this. And I didn't really, I understood racism to an extent, but then that came full circle when I was getting older. I was like, dang, people really looking at me and judging me. And they don't even really know me. They looking at me in a whole nother way or form. I'm like, dang, bro, like. You as a kid, you don't think about that. Like I don't really thought. My mom never raised me to think like, oh, that that's a white person. That's this, this. Oh, yeah. She never raised me in that aspect. I know some people have, but like, I never was like, oh yeah, just because you white or you black or you Hispanic. Like I was like, oh, we just people. To me, at the end of the day, I'm like, we people. But then I'm like, oh, okay, I got to be cognizant of like how I act or how I move, or because somebody might think I'm being aggressive because my stance yeah. and my body nature and my facial looks like. I got in a fight like that from in middle school. I can remember that. Like, a dude was like, yo, why are you looking at me like that? I was like, bro, I didn't look at you no way. He was like, yeah, like, you look like you trying to start. I'm like, mm-hmm. so you trying to fight me over a facial expression, bro? Like, yeah, I don't know. That's I don't, crazy. Yeah, how your demeanor is. I'm like, okay, I didn't come at you no way. And that's not, that's not who I am. But mm-hmm. you just got to, it's like, it's a lot of life lessons that I probably would have never learned if I wasn't outside and experiencing that. And then. I'm glad I learned a lot of stuff I did when I was younger and it just in life so I don't have to catch it later and then be mm-hmm. off caught off guard with something that I can know how to navigate and, and counter react those reactions and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I don't think a lot of kids they don't get that FaceTime so they're still learning online. But you can I, I feel in any aspect in learning, dating, communicating, meeting people, you 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 could do all the research, you could talk as much as you want online. But until you get in person, like, that's the real game changer. Yeah. Like, I've had homeboys that just like, yeah, man, me and this girl, we've been talking for, like, three months. We've been doing this. Man, she really cool. And then he's like, and then they get around each other in person for, like, a week. He's like, bro, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe we don't click. I, uh, I think she, we think we done talking about I thought y'all was talking for, like, six months. He's like, yeah, it was on the phone. Like, yeah, that phone game is sweet. That text game is nice. You could text somebody your ass off. But you still have to develop them personable relationships and features with people and understand stuff that you need in the real life and mm-hmm. I, I, it's sad but a lot of people don't develop those yeah those tools and be able to utilize that shit so mm-hmm. I, I just really think like the world you just gotta be uh, prepared at all times and even if if you feel that the direction is going to this technology you still gotta like 
put yeah, emphasis on like yeah. communicating and being around and learning to navigate the real life world because you have to get out there eventually in life. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. only it's, it's it's bound to happen, and I just don't want people to be caught off guard because I've had people that sheltered their whole lives come to me. I've worked with a girl that she didn't want to do meetings because she didn't want to talk to people. Oh, She's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been homeschooled my whole life. I never talked to like I just had to oh. talk to my parents and my brothers and sisters. I'm like, but you got to like talk to these people. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I never had to do that, so I really prefer not to. I'm yeah. like, bro, like how, yeah. what? So she had to be forced to. My mm-hmm. manager, like, see, like people on my team, like they're the, the senior level. They was like, nah, you got to do this. Like she would go in there crying. I mean, eventually she would do it, but like she shouldn't have to do that when she's 30, 28, 20, later yeah. 20s or 30. She should have learned that when she was like. 14, 15 kids, like, learning these things. And a lot of things is that we don't try to extend or uh, expand the horizon of knowledge because we're not, we don't know what's out there, but, like, we should be, it's it's too many people out there that's been living before us to not put us on game. Yeah. Or we should be able to reach out to Mm -hmm. and not be afraid to ask questions and, and expand our whole database of knowledge that we have in our head. Mm. And I think, like, that's a good way to segue into like I think our next episode. Yeah. Of what we gonna do? And I know at first we was I guess struggling for a title for the like first episode. I guess it can be called Living and Learning. Yeah. That can be. Living and first. Learning. Yeah, and this. And I. These are the good L's you want to catch. Yeah, the good L's. <laughs> yeah. Living and Learning. There you go. The two L's that you need to catch. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we can. We can just wrap it up now, man. I think we yeah. we done a lot and said a lot. I think we touched like a lot of subjects, a lot of different contexts, and we went down these uh, different paths that led on from this the main topic. But uh, you got a gist of like just our backgrounds and learning more about us, and that's what we plan to do is just give you a little bit inside of our lives and our opinions, and and uh, reach out to this different uh, background, get perspectives and demographics and things of that nature. Uh, I think everything's that happens in life should happen organically. We just, I, for me, myself, I want to be as organic as possible and just be real. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. If you ask anybody about me, like I do reckless, crazy things sometimes, but also do righteous things and do great yeah. things. So I'm a, I'm a good mix of those. So I can get, I've lived in the craziest situations, been through some of the craziest stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm willing to expand and pour more of that out and give insight. Maybe it could inspire somebody or help somebody or, Show them, hey, yeah, I ain't trying to be like that guy. Or I want to be, like, yeah. uh, modeled yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. And it's with me, like, it's like you, like, expanding on what you said. It's like living and learning. Like, I've seen a lot of things. I've been in tough situations to where I didn't, I don't have that person that, that, I could ever like I ever looked up to or was like hey yo you gotta do this like and we, like, I, I had to learn a lot you had from, to be like, that person yeah I had to be that person and like in another episode I go deeper into this and talk about this but like I learned a lot from my brother and my sister's mistakes and it's like I wouldn't be in a position for without that but yeah it's like what I hope so People you you the younger brother? Yeah, yeah, I'm the youngest. Yeah, I was the oldest, then, so I get that where you learning because. Yeah. And what I hope people gain is just like, you know, knowledge and 
you know, that, hey, if you don't have nothing to look forward to or anything to, like, kind of guide you in the right direction, like, possibly this podcast can help you throughout your day or throughout your week and help you get by and, like, help you find balance into it. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do, find balance in our life to where we have that communication or we have something to look forward to and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's about that finding that balance, that positivity, and just pushing and pushing the culture forward, pushing the knowledge forward. Like the whole thing is about knowledge and living, learning, mm-hmm. learning to live and living to learn. And we just all got to be there for one another. I mean, like we we touched on earlier was that we we affect each other in deeper ways than we think. We just these little what we think may be a little conversation might be something big in somebody's eyes or open up their minds or thoughts to mm-hmm. a whole other reality is something they wasn't even thinking of to look at or go deeper into. And we just, I just hope to bring light to those, those things that are in the dark that people are afraid to touch those subjects or be open about. Yeah. And I'd like to thank everyone that's listening. Thank you for listening and tune in next time. Thank you all again. Appreciate two. it. We out. All right, Sam, Bert, we out. Peace.